Friday. Finally. Did we? Yes, it's July the 8th. <sighs> right in the heat of summer, but not today, actually. Not going to be the quite so hot today. Rain of summer today. Yes, isn't it? it could definitely be. And in fact, I'm supposed to be working at the racetrack later this afternoon oh, and you, into the I, evening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I was told that they will make a determination by noon. Oh. What's going to happen? So it's don't they depend- have wipers? <laughs> no, they don't. Well, <laughs> seems to me like one simple equipment change would uh, make it a lot. It's like putting astroturf on the baseball field, put wipers on a car. You that, know, that, not a bad saves, idea. Saves but- uh, saves some uh, rainouts. You know, I'm a problem solver, Kathy. There you go, and, and you know. The- I mean, part of the issue or the thought is, um, it, you know, well, it is slippery. Yeah, but it's wet and slippery hey. for all the drivers, not just you. So why not have it? Michelin makes a tire. Stops that hydroplane. That it's got that little divot in the no, middle of it. We are not Michelin water. people. We are oh, Hoosier. Okay. Well, Hoosier tires. You can't buy Hoosier tires in a store. You can't walk in to, like... Walmart and say, I want a Hoosier tire. Well, they used to be available. If they're not anymore, they used to be available. I didn't think they had had street tires. I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah. They had. had, So if I put them on my car, will it go faster? If you put it on my car, it will. Well, I I don't think it has anything to do with the tires. We have them on our golf cart. uh, well, that makes sense. They make performance tires. They make yes, and I have a performance for... golf cart. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say when Jim's driving it, I bet it is. Oh no, no. when Jim's driving it, it, it I could see him it... taking corners on two wheels. I could just maybe see that. at the racetrack. Okay, but when we're at Jellystone, he puts along at three miles an hour. He's just well, out there cruising, you know. Probably doesn't Sunday wanna, afternoon drive. Probably doesn't want to be be scraping kids off the grill of it <laughs> as you're driving along in Jellystone. I mean, that that is true. It can get kind of you know weekends, holiday weekends. It can be almost like the Dan Ryan oh, out there. It, it, holiday weekends out there can be as much population as what the city of Plymouth. Oh, I has. believe you. Yes. I believe you easily packed into one little whatever it is. Uh, what, a little few acres I, out there? It, it's been a long time ago. I, When I first went out there, after I first came back to town, so we're talking about a long time ago. Uh, I remembered it as a kid. It was a nice little campground. I had a lot of cool stuff to do. You could fish, you could play miniature golf, do all that stuff, you know, I get out there uh, whenever, as I got older and became an adult. Man, you know there are there are people who have spreads out there that oh, I mean, I'm like, gorgeous. what the heck? I, it's yes. like yes, down on the road that we live on. My first there's been like dueling. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're friends or frenemies. Um, <laughs> they're because they they each have double one lots yeah. and, and trying to outdo the other one. Could be, you know, I don't know, but yeah, there's uh, I, I, most places I've lived in are not as nice as most of those places out there, so uh, you know, yeah, I've had a lot, a lot of apartments that weren't nearly as nice (laughs) as as that, so 
Yeah, that kind of shocked me. You're looking at, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to get a 30 year mortgage to afford one of those. Uh, some of those people, people some have were, sunk in an yeah, awful lot of money yeah. for, and I, you know, your weekend. But I can see that because it's it's uh, it's within reach. You know what I mean? You can it, you can have a place to go as your second place, and it's not. <sighs> It's not like people from Chicago coming to their $3 million home on Lake Max on the weekend. It's the, but you still have the same effect emotionally for you. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I've got to get out of the city for the weekend. Let's go down to, <laughs> go down to the, the, the Culver Mansion this week. Well, you know, it's the same thing. Oh, let's go out to the Jellystone Mansion this week. Yes. It's, emotionally, it's the same thing. And it's, it's cool, I, I think. I felt like when we first went out there... Um, obviously there's a lot of Chicago influence that comes in there. And so, I mean, they would be out there basically with the, the scissors clipping their gra grass to make it just, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's like, eh, those people must live in a townhouse and they don't no have sad. a yard because out here they, they, what they've got, the yard's really little, but yeah. I mean, they've got a manicured law lawn out here at Jellystone. But in the city, they probably but don't they even have, have a house plant. Have anything <laughs> exactly? Let's go to the country so we can play in the yard. Well, it's a way for somebody that doesn't have a, a ton of money to still get the enjoyment of having a a, a weekend place. Yeah, I mean, is. you know, it's within reach of a normal person to yep. be able to have a place you can go. More than a, it's getting. It is, if you pay it monthly, it's 10 months at like $90 a month. So it's $900 yeah. annually. Okay. And then that this year there is an assessment for running better electric through the park. And it's going to be for the next couple of years. Yeah. So that's another $600 Ooh, that would, that would on hurt. top of the $900. So now hurt. you're talking $1,500 and you use it. Really, May is very ifty. So yeah. this June, July, August, September, four months realistically. Yeah, but think about it. You're paying for $1,500. You're paying $1,500 a month and, to live in a regular apartment. And our. And it, it isn't as but you're, nice as that. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. But I don't know. It, it, to me, it's getting a little too expensive. I don't mind, you know, and I'm not a camper. I, to me, that's I... That's not camping. I know. You have I, air conditioning and three TVs that's, and that's my a point. bathroom. And, yeah. God gave us indoor plumbing and air conditioning for a reason. And, and that's I the mean, only that's, way that, to camp. That's in the Bible. God gave us air yes. conditioning and and yeah, but, I, I would agree. Uh, but uh, I could, I mean, man, I've talked about this more than once. Selling everything we have, just getting an RV yeah, and travel because both yeah. of us like sure. to go places and yeah. see new things. And I could see, you know, and she said, "Well, you wouldn't like." It. I said, "Hanging around out of the fire at night and having a s'more and." Talking crap with somebody from Chicago. I mean, I, I could live that but way. But when you think, but you can only live out there from basically. Yeah. Well, in our case, we'd have been traveling yeah, from the, place to the place. The other months. Sure. Um, so, I but don't you know. You could we'll still see. pull in there during the summer and hang Spend out. Spend a few months. Yeah. And not own a place, but just right. rent a place instead. I could see that being a, a pleasing lifestyle. 
I, oh, I could too. But uh, and in this day and age, I mean, you can get your bills all on your sure. email, so you don't really need a post office box. If you have to have situation. one, you can get one. Yeah, they're pretty easy to get a hold. Yeah, of. you can get one. You can go to the UPS store. I think yeah. you can get one. So, so yeah, I, yeah, it's not. I think that would be kind of a good way to retire. Uh, I'm well. Well, you'll get your first little taste of it next week. Well, kinda. Uh, not camping. No, not but vacationing yeah, at least. Camping. I, you know, I didn't realize how long it's been since I have uh, left town for more than a long weekend. <laughs> uh, I was looking. It was the last time was when we went down to visit my parents when they're still living in Florida. I think that was 20, 2015, 2014, somewhere around there. That's how long it's been since I've taken more than a three-day weekend. Um, now, a lot of that has to do with trying to balance two full-time jobs and get that kind of time off. I mean, that that becomes difficult because um, you got to get some. I, I I can't just get somebody to cover for me in one spot. I got to have three or four people in two different businesses taking care of things. But uh, yeah, this is. I'm I'm honestly really really looking forward to this. This is going to be. Uh, yesterday we found somebody, well, Maggie did, somebody down there that has a couple of bikes, gave us the oh, code. So you can, so we can go have bike bikes riding. without, eh, yeah, we can get cool. around. And, and on the, uh, on the island, it's only about, I think it's a, I'm not sure how big, it's like two miles to go all the way around the island or something like that. So you so, should be able to handle that. Yeah, we that. should be okay. But yeah, we've already got a, uh, snorkeling excursion on the reef book you just make sure you take the sunscreen well yeah i am kind of afraid of bursting into flame yes i um, I, I am a little worried about i'm that. going to have to wash at night in sunscreen <laughs> yes uh, well and it's not like i burn that bad but i obviously have not been outside much right so i'm Definitely not. I don't want to... you come back, you know, a, a, a toasted marshmallow. Well, don't worry about that coming back that way because I don't want to spend a week losing my vacation because I. I ended up with sun poisoning. Ended up uh, yeah. as a lobster. Yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna do that. Uh, the other thing I'm worried about is hydrating. Uh, not as young as I used to be. And you know, it, it's a, it's amazing because like I do fairly well in here. Yeah. Of, of, of drinking water, yeah. you know, on a regular basis. And then on the weekends, I realize I don't, especially if I'm home, I don't drink nearly as much water um, See, as I I'm, do when I'm at work. I don't know what the psychological term for it is, but I I know it's something I noticed years ago. Ever since I was a little boy, I have a a drink in my hand or near me All literally 24 hours a day so water soda uh, i i blame it from for my alcoholism uh, <laughs> but uh but you know what i mean literally i, I either have, have something a, a, a drink in my hand or on the table so i i always have some liquid and i don't know why because I'm not thirsty, literally, all the time. But I am always... Because I'd say then you need to have yeah. your sugar checked. But, yeah, that's... So I, I don't know what it is that... that so I, I'm not worried about actually having things. That I, I just need to... Uh, 
Well, yours uh, this next week will have little umbrellas on them yeah, all the time. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, no, I bypass the umbrellas. I go straight to the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an umbrella drink guy. Okay. Well. Anything that dilutes the taste of the whiskey is just not okay. You don't put it in the cup. You don't do that. But uh, now we've got all kinds of stuff planned. I'm looking forward to it. I hope. It, and uh, just like you, anybody that wants to come to my house, maybe I should just put this out here. My kids have already told me they're going to have the biggest banger in the history of Plymouth, Indiana, at our house over the week. So it's going to be a <laughs> week, a week long, house. a week long party. So uh, I'll just invite you now. Just head over there at any time of the day, and one of my kids will take care of you. So, so I'm, um, you know, I would, I've actually been to a. a a news briefing this morning. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, do you want? Do, so, are you queuing me? If you would like to, well. do one of your favorites. And now with a greater vacation update, here's Kathy Bottle. <laughs> this morning, uh, the local media was able to meet with Marshall County Commissioner Kevin Overmeyer, who was appearing as the cheerleader for St. Joe Hospital Systems. Uh, that's kind of scary. you got to have think. pictures of that. <laughs> I really was trying to figure out uh, how him, to get Kevin's head on a he, cheerleader body. Him in that little skirt is really <laughs> worth the price of whatever it takes to get those photos. <laughs> um, he, he actually um, has gotten an update on what is happening at the hospital. Now, he still is anticipating the week of the 18th that the president and CEO and top dog from Trinity will be here in Marshall County to meet with uh, him. But at this point, uh, he did get information yesterday and was asked to share it that St. Joe Health Systems has hired three new physicians for Marshall County. One will start in July, one will start in August, and one will start in October. They have also hired three new nurse practitioners, and they are working right now currently with two more physicians and another nurse practitioner to come in and relocate here. So that would bring six, seven, eight, that would bring nine new doctors to the community. Um, at this point, he didn't know what kind of doctors they were. Um, because there's been the discussion about the cardiologist out at the hospital. Um, but, and I asked him about, do you have, know anything about the Bremen Clinic or the Culver Clinic? And he says, at this point, I, I believe those are still on schedule to be closed in September. Uh, but I don't know if these new doctors, one of them may be going to one of those locations at this point. So basically, he was there. He said he called it Christmas in July with <laughs> great news. Um, basically, the hospital is sending a message to the community and to the citizens that they are concerned about your health and well-being. And they are here for the long haul. So while they have made changes... Um, in their eyes, they have done, you know, a very thorough look at the needs and the demands in our community because there was some discussion about uh, the closing of either ICU or uh, CCU, which intensive care unit or the critical care unit. Um, and that is going to be closed. But for the majority, 
the patients that were using that could go to the immediate care or intermediate 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 care Mm -hmm. so it's they get more care than like if you're just in the general hospital wing but not constant care as when you're in critical care you're being constantly watched and and kevin said you got to think about it there's like eight beds in there and if you have a day where there's nobody in there which has been happening then you have a very expensive unit that is not being used well i know they've used it for overflow at times in the past that um like if they have there too many people in on, beds, the, they, on the regular yeah, floor, yeah. If if they don't have a bed available right away, they'll put you in ICU until one becomes available. I know they've used it, but yeah, you're right. It is having round the clock care is yeah. and all the equipment that yeah. is involved in those rooms too, because it's not your typical room. They have all these monitors and right. that bells and whistles and things going off. So and they're probably um, not doing. How do I put that? That kind of I'm. Do they do like open heart surgery and no. stuff like that? See, that's no. what I mean. That, you'd probably you'd go to South Bend for that. You'd go to anybody who would have to go on some form of a ventilator would have to go to South Bend because it, we would not have that kind of care right. available um, at the hospital here anymore. But other people who and, and typically anymore, if you had a Jim's had a heart attack. He's had right. two heart attacks, um, you know. And the first thing they do, you they take you, you go out here to the emergency room, and the next thing you know, you're headed north anyways because you probably need to have a, a heart catheterization. Well, they don't do those down here, right? Or or you know, you've got a major blockage, and you're going to have open heart surgery. That doesn't happen down here, so you're going north for that anyway, right? Um, I, you know, for, but the whole thing. I, I just never cease to be amazed at this. The whole thing could have been avoided if they had just dropped a couple of well-timed, well-crafted press yes. releases to explain what was going yes. on. The lack of communication that, that was, yeah, well, has caused this community to become very nervous well, yeah. with concerns on their health care and their future and, uh, you know, um, there was a, a question asked about Dr. Hollum, and he said that he actually knows nothing about um, that that situation with Dr. Hollum and the hospital um, that he could talk about. Uh, so at this point, and he did say Dr. Hollum is taking care of patients at Pilgrim Manor and Miller's Mary Manor and Catherine Casper. So he's still doing the the nursing home routine that he had so he is still doctoring but he is not doctoring through the hospital anymore um and they have allowed him to continue to do that part of it right um so for those of you who had him as a doctor i would say it's not looking very positive that he will be back and you gotta think about it dr holland's gotta be Um, close to 70 i would imagine that he was looking at retirement at some point here in the next, in the next few, few years. years yeah um but and, no, and, I mean, and face it i mean taking care of you know all the nursing homes in this county that is not the, the easiest job no. either so and that's that's kind of the the point that i or the point that i had from the whole thing it's not 
necessarily what was going on. It was the fact that absolutely nobody would talk about it. Mm -hmm. And when you get, you know, why do people have mistrust of things like the Masons and people? Because they have secret rituals they do. Yes. And what happens when something isn't right out wherever? Ooh, well, you know what they're really doing in there, you know. And so you see a bunch of doctors get canned, and what? What's the first thing? They're closing the hospital. Are you closing the hospital? And then uh, your your answer from them is, uh, you know, nothing. Are you worried about our health care? <laughs> what are you doing out there? Okay. And see that you know, and yeah. that's what made people, and rightly so, upset. Just, just explain to me. People I, uh, were nervous, yeah. and now this hopefully will put a stop to some of those rumors that were going around. The hospital is not closing; they are here to stay, and they're not going anywhere. So there are no concerns about that anymore. Um, it, you know, they have they're evaluating all the various departments at the hospital um, to see if they need to make additional changes um, or reductions, possibly. But it, it's going to be here. And, and if you if you're having an appendicitis attack or an asthma attack, right. or um, right, you broke your arm, and you're still going to yeah. be able to go out here and have care, good care. I. Uh... Well, we just got a text that kind of highlights another part of this. Is they're going to find a doctor outside of the St. Joe system. They have no faith in them now. And that's the price you pay when you, you know, you do something like this with no explanation and you have no interest. You're just going to not talk to anybody about it. Well, I, I, that you're going to have that fallout. There's a lot is, of people that yes. are going to feel that way. Uh, I know, I I, I know somebody who... Um, had a had an incident uh, like maybe over the weekend or whatever and uh, broke a, a joint right and had to have or you're talking on the body okay yes okay. like a yes right. <laughs> like a you said weekend so you know oh, joint and weekend, weekend sometimes yeah, no. and are a different um, thing. the 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 plan was we're not going north we're gonna go south we're gonna yeah. go see dr sheedy down yeah. at woodlong and yeah. said Unfortunately, this was the week that Dr. Sheedy was on vacation. So they ended up having to go north. And I'll tell you, their experience has not been the greatest. And in fact, a family member, the person is in the emergency room or in in the operating room. They get the word that they've been moved to recovery. They'll be back in the room in about an hour. The family's waiting in the room. And somebody, an orderly or whatever, brings in a patient on a bed, and it's not their family member. And they're like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Well, I'm gonna... this isn't their room." And so they were just bringing gonna... the wrong patient to the room. So it was like, "Oh, hey, that's they, interesting." They weren't just gonna. They were. They were just like parking them there <laughs> for a few minutes. No, or... it was a, a. There was a mess up there somewhere, but. Yeah, well, so you know, and, you know and, it, it's, it's like things like that. Already, this this family was already concerned about having to go north instead, yeah, you know, and wanted to go south and and then couldn't. So, yeah, it, it's gonna they're they're gonna have to do some real uh, community 
bonding to get people to and feel confident. It's again. a lot of energy but, but that could have been it. saved just by communicating. communicating. Yep. I mean, everybody, if you say this is a business decision, we're not closing, we're reorganizing because we are losing right. money. And this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're proceeding. We do have a plan. We're not just... How long, how far would that have gone? We wouldn't have had... This would have been over weeks ago. Exactly. And... And now, I mean, we've got good news. At least we know yeah. the hospital is staying. We know we are getting new doctors coming in. And we know that the chief operating officer out of Trinity is going to be here later this month to sit down and meet with the pillars of the community so we're going to get more information even. Yeah. But at yeah. least we have good news for today. That is, well, I mean, it's good news for every day. It's not good news for them because they got a lot of damage control to do. Right. Internally. But, you know, and if I'm the head of St. Joe, I'm saying, why did this happen? Why didn't somebody say, look, we can stop this problem just by telling people, be calm. Everything's. This is the plan. We have and, a plan. We're working our plan. Just give us a yeah, little bit of time. And, and instead of that, you got, well, crickets. You got uh, that. <laughs> so I don't know. That's that's the that's my take. And I, I'm glad that this is moving this direction because I was thinking I was going to have to. Who knows? I mean, my doctor may not have been with him. Much my longer. doctor is not associated with the hospital. Mine is use. with the hospital, but, but uh, well, I mean, it's the family and internal medicine yeah, that's there. So but, that it's part of their. Uh, but you know, with the way things were happening, I'm sitting here thinking, well, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to change doctors, and I've, I've done that more than I want to. It's not fun, right? No. So, uh, well, that's good. That is good that it's, at least it's moving in a positive direction yes. for all involved. Um, for those of you yesterday when we you and I realized that we did not have the Elks menu yeah. for tonight's meal, mm -hmm. I will let you know that tonight they are having sirloin tips over noodles. They are also having Salisbury steak, jumbo shrimp, fish and shrimp, and they're all-you-can-eat fish. Those meals are uh, available with the salad bar, your choice of potato, and a dessert. And their baskets tonight, they have a chicken tenders basket and a fish basket, which still comes with a salad and dessert and a potato. So it's yeah. just a smaller portion. So Thank you for giving us that because i got to make a note now. Okay. I have been meaning to make homemade Salisbury steak oh. for years and have never done it. So uh, That just reminds you. Yeah. Give it a try. Just remind me. I'll make a note here. i got to okay. find a recipe and do that. So we have a guest, so why don't we take our first oh, break and okay. maybe do a prize giveaway? It is Friday. That means that we have a guest certificate of yes, $15 from oh. Pizza Bills right here in downtown Plymouth. And our drawing sheets, too, so stay tuned for that. We'll draw for our birthday prize a little bit later. But we do have a $15 gift certificate of Pizza Bills. Yes, we do. And we are going to give that away to caller number six. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six caller six. Please, if you or someone in your family has won anything from us in the last thirty days, give another person a shot at this. So, uh, where one of these days, I'm going to figure out how this mouse works. How long have I been working here? <laughs> 
10 years and I still have Can't trouble. figure out the mouse? I have trouble just doing this. This summer, play skee-ball scratch-off and fast play games from the Hoosier Lottery. With two new ways to play and chances to win instant prizes, you can get the fun rolling on summer today. Don't miss out. Only from the Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Play responsibly. Good news. Surf Fiber Internet is growing in communities throughout the Great Lakes area. Get one gig speed with a free whole home Wi-Fi router at a low price that's locked for life. Surf Fiber is faster and more reliable than cable. There's no hidden fees, no contracts, and free installation. We're building out more neighborhoods every day. So visit surffiber.com to check your address for service. Or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer. Speeds may vary. Restrictions apply. Excuse me, why are you saving those old eyeglasses? You know the ones. Stuck away in the desk drawer. Haven't been worn in years. Yeah, those. You should donate them to your local Lions Club. Lions Clubs have been collecting used eyeglasses for years. They'll take your old eyeglasses and recycle them for someone in need of proper eyewear. Eyeglass drop boxes are located at St. Joseph Regional Medical Center, Michiana Eye Center, and here at WTCA Studios. Come on, let's paint with some colors. Start with yellow, red, and blue. Mix them together to get purple, green, and orange, too. We put the paint on the brush, and we swirl it all around. We swirl. be heard. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for what's your opinion. Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. Laura C. Got some pizza bills coming her way. All you gotta do, Laura, is come pick up the uh, certificate and 15 bucks of deliciousness will be yours. Very good. There go. um, and that song, if you paid attention to it, has to do with art and we are going to be talking with Anna Kitzman from the Heartland Artist Gallery because it is time for Arts in the Street coming up just later this month. And so we're really wanting to give you guys all the information so you can start making your plans to attend. Good morning, Anna, and thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So how many years? This is our eighth Okay. Annual. Yes. Wow. Eighth annual. Of course, we skipped 2020, but um, yes, this is our eighth and um, yeah. Bigger and I was gonna say, just <laughs> keeps yeah. growing bigger and better every yeah. year. Yeah, it's interesting. Like you know, we gauge the success, of course, on the crowds, right? That right. show up. You know, eight years ago, nine years ago, we had probably thirty-five people. <laughs> um, last year, I think we, well, I think twenty nineteen, we finally kind of crossed that threshold, turn the corner, however you want to say it, um, probably reached about a thousand visitors. I think last year we were probably closer to about 1200. So, so we're going for 1500. So this year. we're at least going for 1500. But I will say that another gauge of success is how our um, participants have grown, how our donors have grown, how, um, you know, how many artists we're getting. And I and I think that that is sort of that, um, you know, that prediction for how we're, we're going to do. And it's looking pretty good. Very <laughs> good. Say. Yeah. 
So uh, the, the the song that Rusty started out with, mm-hmm. Art, was really talking about painting and mm. mixing the colors and that kind of stuff. But Arts in the Street is more than just painting. Right. That's I think that that's why we ended up calling it Arts, plural, right? So mm-hmm. um, we at the Harlan Artists Gallery is a visual arts organization. Um, I kind of tell people that all the time because they're like, oh, it's just a gallery. I'm like, no, it's way more than a gallery. We are (laughs) actually a visual arts organization. Um, But yeah, so we do tend to work predominantly in the visual arts. But when we decided to do this festival, you know, it's really important to be inclusive of all the arts, right? So, um, you know, yeah, people can come and look at paintings and, you know, other forms of visual art. But it's kind of nice when we have some music. It's kind of nice when we have some food. It's kind of nice when we have some actual hands-on experiences with art. So, yeah, we try to round it out and make it more than just visual art. And I think sometimes people think, oh, an art show, mm. this is an adult, quiet thing that you walk around <laughs> it, and you dress up kind of nice, <laughs> and, you know. Yes, um, those stereotypes. And, and, mm-hmm. Yes, and, and that is not what Arts in the Street is. No, uh, that's not even what the gallery is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we. Uh, this is a cool, cool, fun exciting energetic um event we have um yes we have the art booths but even those art booths you know they they're there's such a variety of the type of art that we have um just with with those particular booths but we encourage people to not just browse what the artists have but to talk to the artists to learn about their craft to to learn about their art and and what it is that they're doing i think every artist has their own story every artist has their own journey and it's really, really cool to have that experience, that level of experience, too. Of course, the artists want you to, you know, purchase their work or, you know, um, really engage with the work the, itself. But learning from the artist is um, it's just part of that experience. And so, yeah, there's nothing there's really nothing quiet at all or <laughs> or proper, <laughs> I guess you would say, um, about this event at all. And we're going to have, um, like I said, not even just visual art, but we're going to have music. I mean, there's going to be some pretty good rock and roll going on there's going to be a lot of sounds happening and so it's really for the whole family this is totally for the whole family so um while while the parents love to browse um and check out the art or while the adults like to to do those kinds of things um there's plenty for the kids um we have you know i talked a little bit about um um, how we can kind of gauge the growth of this event um not just from our visitors of past years but how people were signing up and registering to become vendors. Um, We have some new arts experiences for the kids this year. And I'm, and actually for the big kids too, depending on, you know, (laughs) who really wants to get, get, get their hands on um, some art, you know, things. So we have, uh, we actually have a a couple, we, I tried to seek out um, like what, what can kind of um, not change things necessarily, but how can we continue to add and continue to um, enhance the festival? And so I had uh, one of our artists had recommended a magician and um, a ma- magic doing magic is a, an, an art form, form of art. For sure. Definitely. They're performance artists. And, um, and so we found this really great guy in, um, I think he's in Hobart, um, Valparaiso, so Northwest Indiana area. His name is Norman Basil, and he does street um, magic. And so oh. he's going to walk around and, um, you know, really kind of engage our visitors and do some really cool, like, you know, illusion, pers- you know, perception distortion kinds of cool stuff. So um, I'm really excited to see what he, he's kind of like a, he, he comp- when I was talking to him, compared himself to like a David Blaine 
kind oh, of yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, edition. So okay. I'm intrigued. Wow. His website looks pretty cool. So go check him out, Norman Basil. Um, and then um, we will have some live painters happening also. So we have one um, plein air painter. His name is Jeffrey Baumgartner. He's from um, kind of the Fort Wayne and then Michigan City area. Um, uh, and he is... Um, uh, he's he's kind of gotten to know us a little bit. We're starting a, a little planar event in Culver, which I'm sure we'll talk about um, later. But um, he is going to paint the race during the Fantastic. festival. So so people can come around and watch him, you know, see his process, check him out. He, he loves to talk. So uh, people <laughs> will be, have a chance to engage with him <laughs> as well. Um, and, you know, uh, again, back to gauging our success, we had some really, really um, generous donors this year who I w- will name. Um, but we were able to get some extra funding for um, some of these experiences. So I actually got to hire some face painters this year. So we have some professional face painters coming wow. in um, called the Artie People. And so there are going to be three professional face painters who know what they're doing, know how to move the line. You know what I mean? And that actually allows me to free up some of my artists as volunteers <laughs> in other places. So that was really helpful. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be there. I'm imagining some of those more vivid and, and wilder face paintings yeah. than, you yes. know, somebody paints uh, the like Notre Dame logo or, <laughs> yes, or a snowman on your yeah. cheek yeah. type thing. Yeah, yes. I like how we both went to sports for that. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're definitely, I mean, they that's what they do. And oh, so cool. I know that that's going to be a really cool way to um, engage the kids and the grown-ups alike because who doesn't, you know, love a little face paint or shoulder painting. I think that that ah. has become kind of like a new um, trend. And then, of course, we have our twist and smile balloon artist who's going to be back. And she, um, her name is Jill Nip, And she, um, not only is she very talented at twisting those balloons and creating like wonderful characters, but she's hilarious. She's so, I mean, just, she's just a whole package of entertainment. So she's been, been very popular and we're really, really excited to have her back again this year. Um, and then, um, but some of the other arts experiences that were, um, that the that the gallery is going to be providing with our volunteers. Yeah. Um, you know, before we've done um, things like rock painting and we've done scavenger hunts um, just to get, you know, people hands-on art activities. So we have some of those coming back, but we also are doing a weaving wall this year. So we've created this giant loom and we've got some fab- bunch of fabric scraps and yarn and People are going to be able to come and do oh. a little weaving practice. And I think that well, if we can fill it up at the festival, that would be great. If not, we've got some other events that we're, it's going to travel around to uh, this year. But I'm really It'll excited. It'll kind of be like a, a tapestry-type situation when it's completed. Yeah, then. exactly. Ooh. Yeah, and it should be very colorful. And, you know, when we have these kind of collaborative community projects I think that people really you know that's it's memorable too and if we have a place where we can hang it which I have a couple ideas um then you know when kids are you know when they go and visit that those places they're like I did that I helped with that you know I I contributed to that and that you know that really helps with community connections and bringing people together so we have some really fun um hands-on experiences that way I've um there I don't want to give it all away but there are more so because I want people to I want them to come and I want them to be a little bit surprised. So definitely bring the kids because there will be fun things for them to do. And and it's kind of fun to watch somebody paint. Actually Mm -hmm. seeing if you get there early, you know, and then walk around and experience and then come back and see where that painting Mm -hmm. has gone 
through the process while you've been uptown. Exactly. That'll be kind of a neat thing. Yeah. And, you know, you know, Jeffrey will be doing that. But, you know, a lot of the artists at their booths are creating at the same time, too. So um, the painters might be painting the um, uh People who are creating jewelry might be creating jewelry at the time. Um, potters probably won't. I don't know if they'll be doing anything, but they might be. They could be, you know, glazing their a piece or, you know, doing some really cool carving or something. But there, you know, a lot of times, and I'm not guaranteeing that every booth will be doing that, but uh, some of our artists will be creating while you're there. So you can watch them and, and learn a little bit about their craft um, while you're talking to them. So, yeah, there's their experience takes many forms. And are we... Expanded out of one block into two yep. blocks in downtown. Now? Yeah, yeah, we're still going to go from um, Laporte Street to Washington Street. Okay. So uh, we'll have um, two full blocks. So you know, in the past, um, we kind of divided it up. It's going to be a little bit more intermingled this year. So the kids, we're not going to have like a kids section. We're gonna it, we're gonna mix in the kids. I should call it family activities because let's be honest, there are going to be some grownups who want to do some <laughs> of these things. Um, the, the family experience or the hands-on experiences are going to be mixed in with the artist booths just to kind of give people an opportunity to, well, things don't necessarily need to be so compartmentalized. I tend sure. to, like when I take on big projects, I have to do things so structured because it gets really messy, right? And so I'm like, oh, we must have the kids section here. We must have the art section here. And then I was told, don't do that anymore. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll try it. Okay. Um, but it's still, you know, I still think it's going to it's gonna have a good flow. Um, and then, but we will have like a music section. I will have to do that just because. Well, you have to have a stage that makes electricity yeah. and some of those yeah. things that are mm-hmm. kind of necessary. Some things don't lend themselves yes. quite to that flexibility. But um, yeah, it's funny. I, I love art and I tend to be really creative, but I'm also very very can be very linear so (laughs) so and and obviously I mean you're hoping that people will come down and and spend a few hours there so yeah they might get hungry while they're there Uh uh-huh yes Um, would there be something that they could eat or drink while they're down at the uh, absolutely because art food is art Right. And so we want to have um, so we and we also love to support our local businesses. So we've reached out to um, we have some of our same um, folks coming back because they were so popular last year. I think that they um, one of them came really close to selling out. So they're, I think, more prepared this year, I think. But um, so, yeah, we'll have Cravon. food truck, which will be back. And for those who are not familiar with Cravon, um, she does, um, it's like a fusion street taco. And so I think she does kind of like a traditional taco on her menu, but she also does like a Vietnamese style there, there's street taco. There's little different choices yeah, that yeah. you can experiment. And you can, and they're, oh my gosh, they're so delicious. And she's just, and she's a delight. So we're really excited to have Cravon Tacos back. We're going to have Chubby Buddy's Barbecue back. And, because, and you know, that honestly, I mean, when you look around, that is an art of itself to be mm-hmm. able to barbecue. Yes. Uh, you know, we've uh-huh. talked to, uh, in fact, John Oliver from uh, Oliver Ford was here a few weeks ago. He was talking about smoking mm-hmm. meat, and, and yeah. uh, there is an art yeah. to getting a great piece of meat. That's right. The timing, so, the sauce, right? Exactly. And that's like really, really key to to a barbecue. And like, yeah, I mean, that's why they have contests, right? That's All the time. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we're really excited to have Chubby Buddies back. They do such a great job. Um, food's delicious. So you kind of have, like, that's just right there, like a great, um, you know, uh, variety of foods because you know they have multiple things on their menus and then we'll have Daisy's tacos back and she I don't think she has her storefront yet I know that they were working on it but um uh oh is she the one that's going to be down on Water Street she might I maybe I don't know 
I don't want to say because okay. I'm not sure. But um, she... I know there was one that's going. They want to go into a building, but uh-huh. they need to work on the building, so they were going to get a food. They were having a food mm. truck that they were going to operate first before the build because it was going to take some time and money to get the building yeah that i don't know i'm not in touch with that information but um but nevertheless she was with us last year and she didn't have a truck like she set up like a table and a tent and a bunch of crock pots and blew me away blew everybody away in fact i will say that um after that after the festival everyone's like can i have her number i need catering i need this i need that and she has been a huge hit i was a little worried that she wasn't going to be available because everybody keeps <laughs> made her so popular i know like i'm like well i need first priority so um yeah so she's going to be back in this year and i will say, i will say a little secret I, I had her tacos last year at the festival and i I was hungry and I'm like, okay, I've got like 15 minutes. I can go eat really quick because I was running around like, you know, just like crazy. And so I went and I just went back in my office at the gallery and I just quietly ate them like, okay, these might be the most life-changing tacos I've ever had. So, but they did calm me down. But I don't know if it was just the environment. But anyway, I can't wait for her to be back. And so, um, and then of course the Reese theater is doing popcorn because uh, obviously yeah and so that will be yes. a great way to see and learn um you know where the Reese is and their progress and learn about the grand opening that's coming up and um just talk to some of the committee uh, members about you know what's what's in store because oh my gosh who's not excited about the Reese? Oh, definitely so and and it. they're they're part of the art block in they downtown are. plymouth yeah. so yeah it, it, it just as another addition to that great block down there. That's right. Yeah, they're a wonderful partner of ours. We can't wait to see what the what the years bring us, you know, and how we can work together and really develop some cool arts experiences downtown. Now, I, I did see uh, a Facebook post from you that you have, like, the deadline to become a vendor mm. on the lower rate um, has passed. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. But there's still a possibility if there is somebody out yeah. there that's interested, mm-hmm. you're just going to pay a higher rate now. Yeah, it was $50 and now it's 75 And I, you know, you have to kind of do that to get folks to... Um, <laughs> Remember, you know, you got to see our to move. move. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got to plan. And too. I have to plan. And I'll tell you that the, 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 the reason for the date is because I have to get the map done. And the map right. is like, um, it's that final hurdle. Right. And it's always changing down to the 11th hour. And it's like, uh, and I will tell you every year I've had to add a booth, maybe two. <laughs> At like on Friday. And so it's like, you know, I have to kind of, just, but I can't add 10 booths. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, we might have that you know, one or two people that might trickle in at the last minute. But yes, I mean, I won't tell you no, but, and I won't be mad, I promise, but you will have to pay like 25 more dollars. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So it just, you know, it goes to a good cause. It, everything is going right back into the festival. Or, uh, and so that we can kind of keep this going. This is, you know, I, I don't get paid for this job, by the way. No. People should know. Um, we're on all volunteer organization so you know that extra money just has to do with you know the time and the energy that it takes to make sure that this festival is successful fantastic now is it always what is it the last saturday in july is that how people can plan for it we kept trying to do that you know like think because well for a while we're like no it's going to be the the last saturday in june and then it just, there were so many things that kept happening elsewhere that I felt like, well, I don't know that we can make that commitment because we were still growing. And if we were going to be up against like these much larger already established, um, you know, festivals events, or events, sure. then it was like, well, I don't really know that we're doing ourselves any favors. So, but last year we moved it to the last weekend in July. And, you know, that 
worked out really well. So we might, if this works out again this year, and then maybe next year, maybe we'll have created enough of a, you know, a, a pattern that we can start saying that. So and and tell us a little bit about maybe some of the booths that people will be able to to see. Um, I I'm sure you have a few local uh, names that people might actually recognize mm -hmm. a, as somebody who's an artist or oh yeah so um well if, if you're familiar at all with the heartland artists um and some of our members they will several of them will be having booths um so we have some of our potters like um louise amonson will be out there vicky cook will be out there um we have uh some of our painters john miller um jim holderied will be out there um we have jewelry artists like nancy schmelter um i will have some jewelry out there as well um we have um and then we have some of our favorites coming back um Haley church who's one of the high plymouth high school yes. teachers um she uh she's going to be back really excited about it. and she's kind of um i think that she's had pottery in the past i think she's had some more paintings this year as i understand it um boy of course i'm uh, there's a couple other potters that were here last year that are coming back sulo um we've got some more painters uh, we've got a new watercolor artist okay. um and you know these folks are coming from not just plymouth but we've got folks coming in from you know the the michiana area we have folks coming from the indianapolis area wow. um so i'm really yeah really looking forward to it so i will say this is one of the things um again back to the gauge 18 new artists 18 yeah and I can actually artists. like if you look at my wow. notes I keep changing the number because it keeps it went up like several <laughs> times just over the last few days of course right when the deadline was starting to hit um so we have a t we have 18 new artists we have a few that didn't make it because of um you know schedule conflicts which happens every year um but hopefully they'll be back next year but we have a total of just art booths alone 38 booths just <sighs> art booths that is a huge increase so yes. to me that is such a great wonderful prediction for how how well we're going to do this year and so and so i'm just saying when i'm saying arbus that's not even in addition to those arts experiences and some of our nonprofits who are also going to be providing some arts experiences too so that was you know when i had when i put the word out there i love when nonprofits want to get involved like other our other organizations throughout the area um but i do have them provide some sort of an art activity because this is an art festival it's not a marketing event but I do want them to market their Certainly. stuff. It's really important that, you know, that especially when you have so many people in the community coming together, you know, getting, you know, getting the word out is this is such a great opportunity for them. And I want to support them. We want to support them as much as possible. So but I do require them to have some sort of a hands on activity. So like Relay for Life, they're going to be there. They're going to be um, everyone's going to have an opportunity to make luminaries for their life. Oh, that's a good great. idea. Yeah. Yes. So and then um, Growing Kids Learning Center, which is out by the Community Foundation. Yes. They are going to be doing cookie decorating. So that's okay. a really another fun. And, you know, um, event for everybody. And decorating a cookie is definitely an art form. You betcha. So, yeah, there's, you know, so we're going to have like some of our, and then the museum is going to be participating. Um, we just, yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity for those other um, local organizations to, to get involved. And, and the best thing about this whole event is that basically it's free. It's free yeah all of you those, don't have yep. you can come down and not spend a penny that's right uh, face painting is free the balloon artist is free 
no one's paying for the musician and we're going to talk about the music in a little bit no one's paying for i mean we are we are you guys the only thing that people have to purchase is food drink and then of course um artwork because we do you need to pay for the art um but we are we are we have so many really wonderful sponsors um we have edward jones we have um first federal we have uh the lieb uh foundation we have um the NADCO, um, we have Marshall County, um, I'm sorry, visit Marshall County, uh, we have Zentis, we have, um, an, um, boy, I'm, I think that's it, um, I will check, but I will <laughs> give them a shout out, I'm trying to go off of memory, I'm so used to seeing it, but, but because of their sponsorships, oh, the Marshall County Arts and Culture Council, that's new, <laughs> by the way, um, we are a part of that, so a little shout out to them, um, we're one of their first projects that, uh, that they're helping to support. So mm, big thank you to them. Um, that was uh, a big crossroads uh, project. Hard, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's that, a, like a spinoff of Stellar. Yes. It is mm-hmm. how that came to be. That's right. So yeah. Stellar, so Stellar, that, that <coughs> award helped fund the new Marshall County Arts and Culture Council. So you'll be seeing more of that uh, pretty soon. So we have, so those are our, those are really our main players. And because of them, we're able to provide all of these activities and experiences for free to the public. So, you know, we want to make sure, um, you know, art needs to be accessible. Everybody needs to have an opportunity to experience art. And that is kind of, that's really a big, huge part of our goal and our mission at the Heartland Artists and to make sure that, that, um, you know, not everybody can, can, you know, well, especially we talked a little bit about stereotypes, right? Right. With art. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think, oh, I can't go into the gallery. It's, you know, uh, everybody there's snobby or, you know, they want me to buy I have something. shorts on and flip flops. <laughs> yeah, I can't exactly. go in there. I forgot my tux today. Um, guess what? We, we don't do that. That is just not our, you know, our bag. So um, we, our goal is to make sure that people have access to the arts. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, we can definitely talk about all the other things, but, but, but basically this festival allows us to, to really reach so many members of the community um, in just a few short hours and give them as much art experience as we can. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about your hours. What mm. time are you going to open it up? So it starts at 10. Okay. And it goes till 3. And it's, uh, um, it's well, it's five hours. It goes by in a flash. <laughs> It's kind of like planning a wedding, right? Like yes. you go, you do this whole thing for like a year months, and then you're like, yes. hi, bye. And you're just like, what happened? <laughs> what just, I blinked and it was over. Um, so it is kind of like that. But, you know, at the same time, there's a lot to that we can, that we squeeze in. And um, we haven't talked about the music yet, but like right. we have like on the hour, um, five performances. So the whole, every, the whole day, the whole time there'll be in entertainment going That's on. Right. That's so right. So let's talk about uh, some of the entertainment that you guys that. have. Yeah. So really excited. Um, I have to shout, give a shout out to Nathan Crawford, who's one of our artists and he'll be one of the musicians too, but he really helped pull all this together and seek out these, um, these really great performances. So, um, at 10 o'clock, We'll be starting um, Dylan Hall. He played for us last year, but he has a new band called This Homemade Conspiracy. And um, all of these things, by the way, can be found on our website and our Facebook page with links. So if you're curious, like, who's this? I want to hear some of their music. Mm -hmm. Go right to our Facebook page or go to our website. And there are links to the, you know, these respective bands and performers. Um, So Dylan Hall. um, And these are all local, by the way. Uh, 
he starts at 10 o'clock. So this home and conspiracy at 10 o'clock. And then 11 o'clock, we have Expressions Dance Studio. And um, followed by at 1130, uh, the Zone Core Center Dance. So Expressions. Both both local dance yeah. groups. Both yeah, yeah yes. exactly. So we know Expressions is right downtown. Nikki Pittman runs that. Um, she's been a wonderful supporter of the festival um, and having her dancers out there. And then, of course, Musette Cartwright, um, another uh, community favorite. She is now running the Zone Core Center Dance. And so it'll be kind of cool to see what they both have um, to uh, to entertain us with this year. So definitely, you know, you can't miss it. They're always great. Um, at noon, 12, uh, will be Nate Crawford, who I just talked about. Uh, he plays guitar, and I think it's going to be, and he did great last year. I can't wait to hear what he's been working on this year. Uh, One o'clock, uh, Doug Harsh. Um, I think if local music people are probably pretty familiar with him. Like I said, if you haven't heard of him and you want to hear some of his music, um, just go on our Facebook page and you'll link. Um, and then... This is exciting, and um, I feel really lucky. We're going to close the day off at 2 o'clock with Brett Wiscons. Oh, and great. I, yeah. I knew that yeah. Rusty Depp was going <laughs> to trigger me. He, he has PTSD memories of this, but I, I was his baseball coach <laughs> when he was in high school. So, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. He, he remembers that. Well, if he has PTSD, do me a favor. Don't show up until after he's done. <laughs> Um, no, we're really excited to have Brett back. Um, he uh, graduated from Plymouth. He's been really on a uh, this m- huge mu- music journey, and he has a new album coming out um, probably in the next few days. So oh, he'll be wow. playing. Um, it's called Late Bloomer, and uh, it's pretty good. You can go on his website and hear some uh, some of those uh, songs. But uh, but yeah, he's going to be able to play a little bit oh, that's um, fantastic. and yeah it's really I'm really excited I haven't seen him for a long time I went to school with him so I um, graduated with a sister but yeah we're really excited to have him and um, feel really honored that he that he wants to be part of our festival so he's open for some pretty big names and he's doing his thing it's cool. yeah mm-hmm. it's really cool so yeah so we've got a full day 10 to 2 um, on the hour music lineup they'll all be playing for about 45 minutes um, so we have that nice little transition you know 15 minute transition and then um yeah so you can sit you can uh but you'll bring a lawn chair bring yeah you can bring a chair we'll have some chairs but you know um i that'd be great if people brought chairs (laughs) i'd bring a lawn chair and an umbrella yeah yeah so that you're not sitting in the hot sun yeah yeah i mean we have we're gonna have some we're gonna have as much as we can provide um but again it's like we're still growing so much so it's like i felt like we had enough last year but uh, we'll see we'll see and will the stage be centered like so we've moved the stage before the stage was always in front of the reese theater right. but we have discovered um a different electrical hookup <laughs> situation that really really helped us tremendously um Thank you, Chamber of Commerce. Um, so we will be on Garrow Street with the music. So that'll be kind of centered then between, uh, you know, the two halves, I guess. So splitting Wonderful. up yeah. um, between Laporte and Washington. So they'll be um, on Garrow Street, like by the post, like by the museum. Okay. Um, so they'll be right there. And then, um, yeah, so that'll hopefully like kind of help. And it will make people get get, and get people to walk all the, you know, it's only two blocks, folks. So walk down to the second block and come back. Yeah. Trying to figure out a way to, like I said earlier, kind of like mixing things in a little bit more um, and then allowing some more free flowing things to happen. So, um, yeah, we kind of thought that that was a great spot for the music. Um, 
definitely room for chairs and things like that. And then it's also kind of right between the art and the food. So you can grab, ah. you know, ah. you can, but you can also still sit. Oh, because we didn't talk about this. We're going to have our beer and wine tent. And so uh-huh. you'll still have access you'll be able to see and hear the band from the beer and wine tent. Like that's strategy, right? Yeah, sure. And yes. so, but then there will be picnic tables and things like that. So you can get your food. You can also still enjoy the music while you're sitting and eating, but you can also just sit in your chair and, and take it all in. Um, but then you should be able to hear it walking around and checking out some art. So in the beer and wine tent, are, are you having crafters uh, there too? So um, right now it's simple. We've had Opie's in the past and Jim likes to, you know, just serve what he's got Get going on there. unique things. Yeah, what's yes. cool is he just rolls his bar right out to the sidewalk. <laughs> it's genius. Um, and then um, the Heartland artists will be selling wine. It'll be one of our fundraisers. So we've been doing that oh, the last couple of years and that's worked out really well. And I always get volunteers for that job it's the first <laughs> one to fill thing. it's the first one to fill they love that job it really is fun though like you get a lot of good interaction with people and well they get they have to taste that wine first <laughs> to be sure that it's up to par I mean, for everyone out there i so, mean you know, yes yeah. you have to yes yeah. the d- most discerning uh people <laughs> come to our tent so. and so honestly i mean you you head down uh saturday morning you go to the farmer's market you grab your fruits oh, and yeah. your veggies and your baked goods and that kind of stuff. Um, and you may want to run home, actually. Yeah, drop it off. Drop that off mm-hmm. and then come back downtown and spend the whole afternoon in downtown Plymouth. I mean, it's a day that you actually, if you wanted to, you could come down 8 o'clock in the morning and stay until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's and be a... totally entertained the whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a full day. But I'll also add, because I have to give um, a shout out to my friends at the Neighborhood Center, they are going to be having a little block party after the festival. So oh. from four to six, I believe. And it's a, um, I think that they're celebrating um, an anniversary, an 40 yes. anniversary, I think. So they're going to be, um, they're doing their thing. Um, so I encourage our visitors to head to on down there and support the Neighborhood Center because that's another, you know, we, we love we love right. our neighborhood center. Yeah. So yeah, it's a full, it's a full day, um, and I'm trying to. I'm like, I'm sure that I've forgotten something, but I'm. I can tell you that it's. Uh, yeah, you. You won't be disappointed. It will. I. It's been so great. I've got nothing but great feedback every year. You know that we continue to grow, and so I've taken that feedback and, you know, and we're running with it and trying to expand it and make it better and again make it more accessible. To folks and to um, to all ages. Um, now this is a, a unique one, but downtown all day, food, drinking, <laughs> hot sun. Do you have facilities? Oh yeah. For fo- I mean, because <laughs> businesses are like. Can I use your bathroom? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, situation. So mm-hmm. yeah, we learned that lesson um, when we turned that <laughs> corner in 2019. It was like, oh yay, we have all these people, and like you're like. Oh no! <laughs> what are we gonna do now? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I will. We have um, the um, Everly Septic will be mm-hmm. providing some portable toilets for us, and then we will also have um, the American Toilet Trailer. Oh, cool! Wow. Yeah, the That's community neat. trailer. People so. can actually see, mm-hmm. get an idea of what they do in Argus. That's right. Because yes. Uh huh. I've been in one of those. I'm telling you, my bathroom in my house at home isn't as nice as the (laughs) stuff they make. 
Yeah, well, yeah. It well, is it's really kind of cool. great to be able to show mm-hmm. off yeah. what they do. Exactly. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people you drive by and it's very deceptive driving by to actually know like American. What, what, yeah, well, what is, yeah, what is that? So, but then you find out what they make and you think, oh, Porta Johns. Uh, these are not luxury. Porta Johns. Yeah, these are, yeah, if you've been to like big concerts and stuff like yeah. that, they tend to have them now. Um, but yeah, it's really cool and it's so nice for them to provide the community. There's one that the community sure. can use. So yeah. if you're having an event, you know, give them a call. Um, they've been, they've been wonderful to work with. Um, and you know, just so thankful. And we love to be able to support, you know, our local mm-hmm. businesses in all the ways that we can. So yeah, you don't have to go and ask our downtown merchants, merchants. for their bathroom. But you can still go in their stores. There you go. Um, and def- you know, I know a lot of them will have their doors open and maybe probably have a table propped outside or something like that. But this is a great opportunity to go and check out all that we have going on downtown. You know, we have a lot. We have some new shops down yes. there. Really excited for for that. Um, and with the ice cream shop. And there's, I mean, Certainly. there's just yeah, like eating and shopping, and yeah. it all goes together with the entertainment. I mean, exactly. it's just well. And then also remember the restaurants downtown. I mean, maybe you don't yes, want to. You don't exactly. want a food truck food. Maybe you, you want to go in the air conditioning yeah. and yes, sit down exactly. and eat. Go, yeah. go, go get some brass soup rail. at Opie's. Yeah, go get a Opie's, burger at the Brass yeah. Rail. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sub and pizza bills. I mean, <laughs> I mean well, yeah. All there's, kinds of options. Yeah, exactly. So we have to, yeah, definitely make sure that we pop into some of our, our favorite places downtown, too. Um, which is kind of one of the reasons why I'm not always eager to have, like, a ton of food trucks down there. Because we have places right. that people can options. go in and eat or even get it to go. Or, you know, because you can get it to go and go sit outside at a picnic table right. or something like that. You know, I think that there's just, there's a lot of opportunities to, to make sure that our local businesses benefit from this event as well oh it 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 is a fantastic event and Mm -hmm. if you've not been there thinking art is too stuffy for me you need to come down and really find out what it is because it is not yeah you know the dress shirt situation yeah. i mean oh no we're not your shorts and your flip-flops yeah. put on your hawaiian shirt and you'll <laughs> yes. fit right in yeah t-shirt <laughs> tank top flip-flops we're all about just being chill and just loving the arts experience so yeah and if you're interested like we are still accepting volunteers so if someone is ever interested in getting involved um you know we do kind of like a two-hour shift sort of thing um you can give us a call at the gallery or go on our website um uh, my phone number is on there you can call me directly Uh, but yeah we're always looking for people to get involved um and it because it's a it's quite the undertaking you start it's no different than blueberry honestly it's over with you yeah. maybe take a week off to regroup, and then yeah. it's like, okay, we need yeah. to get together, and we need to figure yes. out how, how did to this start. go? What do, uh, mm-hmm. Did we like this? Do we want that back? And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm sure you actually venture around the communities in the area mm-hmm. to see other art shows mm-hmm. to see what they're having, like. Oh, I never thought about that. We should see oh, if we yeah. can get something like that. Oh, so. yeah. We've, yeah, I've definitely pulled in ideas from places all over and um, actually traveled a lot this last year and, um, you know, got to experience this in places all the way from Vermont to California. And so, like, wow. really kind of pulling in some some cool ideas. But you know what? One of The thing that the, I think the art festivals just generally have in common is it is laid back. It's yes. fun. Yeah. It's engaging, you know, and you get to be part of a community. And to, to us, that's really the whole that's the goal. Some of the things that you will see there, I mean, you might actually think, oh, I really like that. But 
the colors just clash with what mm-hmm. I have. But the artist is right there, yep. so you can actually talk to that artist yep. about creating a piece for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, you know, maybe there's somebody who's doing portraits, yep. and you've been wanting mm-hmm. you know to get it done, but you you didn't know who to ask. Yeah. Oh now, yeah. Here's the opportunity to mm-hmm. actually talk with the artist too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of works all the way around. Yeah. Commissions yeah. are definitely something that I don't think I've ever heard. Of. Of an artist to say, no, I won't do that for you. Um, at least not in this area. So, yeah, if you if you see something you like it, definitely talk to the artist. You know, learn a little bit more, and I'm sure that something can be worked out. That you know, these are great opportunities for getting your Christmas presents. You know, taken care of. It's and not too early. Yeah, yes. you know, we talk all the time about supporting your local businesses. This is literally doing that. You know, like everything is happening at one place, yeah. and so and. Art is really, really important for a community. And so, um, and there are actually, I'm not going to get wonky or boring, but there is objective research that shows the impact that the arts have on a community. So the more we grow it, the better off we'll be. So, Mm -hmm. I think we're very fortunate that our school system finds that it's important. It's valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so our kids are in art classes Mm -hmm. um, all the way through. They have that opportunity. So that's a good thing, too. Yeah, arts in the schools got to keep it going. And and again, like kind of undoing that idea that art is not just visual. There are so many forms of art that are really important um, to, to everybody. You mentioned the, the plein air artist is mm-hmm. going to be at, at the Reese. So, uh, but I, I believe I heard two things uh, for the Reese's grand opening. Mm-hmm. There is going to you're going to have some of that too. Yes, are you not? Uh-huh. Yeah. So during the um, the night of the the dinner, uh, we will have our plein air artists. And if if nobody knows what that means, um, in plein air when you paint in plein air you do art in plein air that means you do it like outside right um live so you you'll see them paint like they're not doing it from a photograph they're not you know and so we we have um um, a heartland plein air painters group uh who will be uh painting the scene of that evening and so anything from you know the wreaths itself or maybe people having you know enjoying themselves during the evening and so and then those will be auctioned off that night and then um we have another project um, where we're doing, if some people might be familiar, but we've done it a couple places, but a montage, which is like oh, one image one that's in broken. The city hall. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we did one for the mayor, um, mayor's office. Um, and, uh, you know, take one image. And so, for example, we did the, the front of the city building and uh, we broke it up into uh, probably like 25 squares. And uh, each artist took a square and took a portion of the image and recreated it in their own medium. So we had anything from, oh, my gosh, enamel, which is like powdered glass right. and copper to painting acrylics to oils to fabric to paper to photo- photography, you name it. And um, we, you kind of put it all back together like a puzzle and it creates the image. Um you're doing and, another one, but I can't remember where it's for. Where we're doing it for the Reese. Uh-huh. And we're doing it for okay. the Reese. Um, and it will be like, it'll be kind of like a selfie, like a cool kind of selfie backdrop. But um, That is where the old concession the stand is yes. going, yeah. was yep. at the Reese. Yeah, so for those remember, of us who have been old school <laughs> yes. into the Reese. Yeah, if you remember yes. where you got your popcorn and your, yep. you know, your Reese's Pieces, that is where the, um, where the, exactly. the new montage is going to be. And that is going to be of the marquee. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's, this is a little off of this, but there's an event going to be happening 
later this summer in Culver too. Yes, so that was having, the plein air. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. The, it's called the Culver Paint Out, and that um, the inf- all that information can also be found on our website. Um, but if anybody in the area, if you're a plein air painter, um, it's a three day event, and um, so pa- painters will be going around the Culver area doing uh, painting in plein air and then coming back um, there will be a couple different events like there'll be a quick paint event there will be um, uh, there'll be a, 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 an opportunity to purchase these mm-hmm. works I think that there's also an opportunity to have your home painted so um, or your business your business uh, yeah. yeah uh-huh if and somebody could do that, which would uh, you know I, I'm just I'm easy, so <laughs> just paint the root beer stand. You know? Oh, I yeah, mean that, which honestly, there is a picture of that. Um, if you go on our website, I believe it's there. I'm trying to look right now, but um, the Culver, yeah, if you go to our website and you click on the Culver Paint Out tab, there is, is it on there? Maybe it's, oh, yeah, well, no, it's not. Might be on our Facebook page. I'll have to, I'll have to put it on there. I'll tell you what, I'll okay. just put it on there because Jeffrey Baumgartner, who I was talking about, he is painting the wreaths at the festival painted the root beer stand oh yeah it's really cool so that's another event even though Mm -hmm. uh but there will be heartland artists artists participating in that event too and Mm -hmm. they're coming from multiple states i think to paint in i mean they're making it a big Mm -hmm. um sure art weekend yeah uh down in culver yeah they're hoping for around 40 artists i mean Um, how cool to be driving down the road and and seeing people just out on the sidewalk painting different different sites and locations oh yeah really neat it is really neat um and they have uh yeah so that'll be friday september 23rd through sunday september 25th um so all that will be taking place um like i said in culver um and it's yeah they have oh yeah they're doing the quick paint at the farmer's market on saturday morning um and then they'll be judging uh, and some purchase prizes and, and things like that for the artists. And I did find the image, by the way, since we were talking about it. If you go to our website and you click on the Culver Paint Out tab and then you click the blue registration button, um, it is there. And it's uh, you can see it like the background of the root beer stand and the image that Jeffrey Baumgartner painted. So it's... Uh, oh, I see. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's, uh, yeah, it's really kind of neat to, in the process, you know, like we kind of talked about earlier when you're watching a painter or an artist create, everybody has a different process. And it's so neat to see how they get from square one to the end. It is And you can actually, you know, watch that process Mm -hmm. happen. I mean, you don't have to stand there the whole entire time. You you take off and you do a little shopping and then you come back and check in. Exactly. Then you take off again and you go get something to eat and then you come back and check in. Yep. And the next thing you know, now you're down at the lake and you're (laughs) cooling off in the, at the, the lake. And then you come back up and you check in and it's, it's pretty neat because um, everybody kind of like starts from a different place. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at that painting, you might think, oh, they must have started with the building. Well, did they really? Or did they start with the cars in the parking lot? I mean, exactly. you know, so it's kind of fun. So, yeah, I actually, really cool. there was a, if you um, go on our Heartland Plein Air page, uh, Marge Burkholder, she's a watercolor artist and she's one of the Plein Air painters. And she, the last, one of the last pieces that she posted, um, she painted um, most of it in negative space, which means you paint around the image yeah. so that the image pops out. So um, it was a white barn. So everything behind it was color, but she didn't paint the barn. 
but it pops out because you oh, pay rent. So that's a real another really interesting. It's so cool to learn how people create certain things. I remember one of the first shows that I um, uh, when I was when I became president, when, when the first place winner, best of show. Excuse me. She told me she painted her entire painting upside down. Uh, which I learned is actually a pretty regular practice. So I didn't go to art school. So I didn't really know, you know, like a lot of uh, different that processes. That one I've never heard. She hangs from her upside down no, paints? No, the, the painting is upside, upside down. Okay. <laughs> that would be very fun. I say. I'm I would just... love that. Like, no, I need, <laughs> I need more blood flow. <laughs> To see, my brain. Uh, yeah, that. Um. <laughs> but see, remember, that's me. That's where my mind goes upside yeah. down. She was hanging upside <laughs> no, down while she was painting. Yeah, no, but um, but like, what happens is you don't. It it changes the perspective, yeah. and so you're focusing on something other than maybe the whole or just like certain parts. You see it differently, and so um, it's just a really really interesting way. So you never know, never know how the artist's gonna get from A to Z, yeah, and then how exactly. it comes alive. It's really cool. Well, uh, now, Anna, you're going to come back uh, later in the month yeah, as yeah, we get right closer. But this mm-hmm. this event, the uh, Arts in the Street, is actually coming up on Saturday, July the 30th. So Ooh, we weeks. wanted to give you guys the heads up now so yeah. you can get it on your calendar mm-hmm. and make plans to be in town Yeah, so you can come down and enjoy it. That's right. And then when I come back here and like... Two weeks or whatever, because um, it's three weeks away. So I think we're doing like the last week um, before the event. I guarantee I will have something new to say. <laughs> something will have changed. Something will have been added on. So just you got to tune back in. Yeah, definitely. But make plans now. Get it on your yeah. calendar. Save Invite your friends and family to, to come and enjoy you for yeah. a, a really fun, unique event it in is. downtown Plymouth. It is. It's pretty yeah. special. We're really excited. And we're really grateful to all of our supporters and all of our participants this year. Couldn't do it without them. Yeah. For sure. Thank you for Thank you know, you. stepping up and volunteering. You are one of them. Trying <laughs> to do something like this. This, this is not an easy undertaking. Uh, it's for not. Sure. It's not. It's uh. But it's worth it. Um, and we should say before we you, we let you out of here that the Heartland Artist has, I mean, it's not just a gallery when you go in. Mm-hmm. So there are the ability to have Ooh. lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, that that if you are wanting to you know experience something uh, mm-hmm. kind of even you even do kind of like the wine and canvas type situation so if you've not been an artist mm-hmm. in the past and, and you you've wanted to try your hand but it can be very expensive getting started because of all the paints and the supplies you need that, that they have events there where you don't have to you know spend that kind of money to invest in something and then learn like you know i told you i wasn't an artist and i really know i'm not an artist <laughs> that's right I, you know we uh, one of the things that we like to say is that we our instructors our artists are really really adept at making sure that people feel comfortable but also help them to kind of break out of their constraints and get a little more creative. But yeah, we can, the, the pieces that they do are, can be done by people of all artistic levels. So if you're, if you're like, the people who say, I, I think you've said this before, Rusty, like, I can't draw a stick figure. And we're like, why would you want to draw a stick figure? <laughs> Right? Like, what's the point of that? Like, no, let's make this totally different, right? So um, there, you know, everybody has some level of creativity in them, right? And so if you have wanted to learn to create some piece of visual artwork, it's in there. 
we just ha- we, our our artists just have a really good way of getting that out. Um, but then helping you grow and helping you learn, like even some of our our instructors just started to create art within the last decade and but they took the chance right they got a little vulnerable Mm -hmm. that that's the thing with artists right vulnerability um putting themselves out there taking those risks and we create a really really comfortable environment to do those kinds of things and if you our 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 instructors are fun they're really relaxed um, but they want you to enjoy the process and so um, we definitely encourage you, like our classes are changing all the time. Um, I would like to say, because this has been huge, there's been a huge demand for it. We do have a, a kids camp coming up oh. um, and that is taking place August 1st and 2nd. Um, and that will be at the Heartland Artist Gallery, which is right downtown, uh, 101 North Michigan Street. Um, ages 6 to 8 will be from 10 to 12 and ages 9 to 10 will be from 1 to 3. Um, it's $20 per child for two days. Okay, so 10 bucks a class. Wow. And then um, $15 each for additional children. So if you have multiple children, uh, it's a little bit less expensive if you have to sign up multiple kids. So um, you can sign up at the gallery. You can call the gallery and sign up or pop in. Um, it is uh, 574-936-9515. Um, and so the, our docents who are our volunteers, it's a fancy gallery word for volunteer. <laughs> That's the only fancy thing we have going, I promise. Um, uh, they will sign you up and um, get you going. So we're really excited. That's been, like I said, been, there's been a demand for that. But we have other classes happening right now. We have, um, I talked about Marge Burkholder, who is our, that um, watercolor artist who is painting the negative space planner. Um, she has open sessions every uh, uh, first and third Thursdays from one to three. So that means if you're working on something uh, and maybe you want a little help or maybe <laughs> you just want to be with other people, like a little, you know, social art experience. Sure. Go in. Go into the gallery. Um, we have a wonderful classroom space. Um, it's $15, but she is there to help guide you. So you're just like, I have this one part that's just driving me crazy. I've, you know, redone it a million times. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Marge's there to help and then there are other artists who are there who would love to help too so that's june or for uh first and third thursdays um you can call the gallery for more information on that and then we have i mean anything from painting um uh these are like flower pots to create um little outdoor lights to really doing like cool hand building uh clay and then you know going through the whole glazing and firing process um marbleized mono prints which is really cool i think that a lot of people would get into that it's really abstract and you can do a lot of things with it so um it's a good free art activity that's july 12th Um, if you go to our website uh, or if you go to our facebook page under events you can find um all those classes but our website if you go under education classes will be there we're doing macrame again super groovy i remember doing that in junior high groovy in in pe class we did macrame yes it's pretty physical mrs stenson (laughs) what i love it that's amazing macrame in gym class yeah (laughs) i believe that mrs stenson would do macrame yeah yeah, now that you mention it yeah I think so too. Yeah, right. yeah. She has. She had a strength. She has. Yes. Yeah. for sure. She's she's been in the gallery a few times. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's so really that's, a fun person. Too. She I really does. like her. Yeah, you know, and macrame is be, beginning to like. Um, it's the bohemian. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, decor now, oh, and yeah. uh, it's my so my in. actually my my uh, one of my granddaughters 
loves the bohemian life. Yep. And, and so we ha- she has a lot of macrame mirrors mm-hmm. and shelves and yep. pot hangings. holders in her uh, mm-hmm. bedroom. So. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's really it. And then we I'm really excited, too. We have um, a pretty relatively renowned artist. Um, her name is Christy Kutch. Um, she's a colored pencil artist. Mm. And so we're going to be having a colored pencil workshop with her on August 26th. It's like a full day uh, workshop nine to four. Oh, so wow. if you're inter- if you like colored pencil work or if, you're, if it's been something uh, that you have always been interested in learning, she would be your gal. She is incredibly talented. Again, go on the um, uh, our website. There's a little bio um, about her on there. But that's Friday, August 26th. Um, that is a full day. That's an it's ninety dollars per person. Um, but again, you're getting instruction from a, a renowned artist. Um, so really excited to have her there um, for that. And uh, all they all students have to do is provide their own pencils and paper. But she's got tons of free samples that she likes to give out for for those classes. Um, she's got beautiful work. That's yeah. kind of like you've been in the checkout line and, and seen the coloring books, the adult coloring books yeah. nowadays. Have you Rusty, mm-hmm. seen adult coloring books? No, I'm too busy reading the National Enquirer, <laughs> actually. <laughs> easily distracted yeah i I can definitely see like with um colored pencils uh a lot of times they use um, magic markers we'll say but colored Mm -hmm. pencil i could see doing that with colored pencils but Mm -hmm. i'm i it has to have the number under there so i know which color goes in which block (laughs) (laughs) or paint by number something like that something Mm -hmm. like that it's a little bit more where i am at but well i flunked coloring when i was in kindergarten (laughs) we don't do that at the gallery we don't flunk people (laughs) i i did flunk coloring i really did well that i i have issues with I, I refuse to stay inside the lines so uh so you are yeah. an artist yeah well <laughs> yeah I, I think you are i i people trying to be kind to me have said that to me yes <laughs> that's their way of being kind i got it okay well i think that coloring outside the lines is eccentric is another word that's been bandied about in my general direction at time to time but uh yeah familiar yeah. with that word yeah that's really good <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, and obviously, uh, the Heartland Artist Gallery, it, it operates by volunteers, mm-hmm. um, and you don't get regular funding from, you know, the county commissioners or anything like mm-hmm. that. So um, it, you may not be an artist, mm-hmm. but you may enjoy art. Mm-hmm. So becoming a member mm-hmm. uh, of the Heartland Artist Gallery mm-hmm. could be an option for you. That you're just continuing to support it, even though you may not think you're an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one way that you can help out. Yeah, we tell people all the time, you do not have to be an artist to be a member. We have, um, you know, certain patrons, art art patrons that help support our organization as well as artists. So we do have a couple tiers. Um, we every it's membership based. It's a, we are all volunteer, nonprofit. Um, and it is a co-op, you know, so we're, we are membership based and our, our artists who like to display work um, or who choose to display work um, have a couple options. They can pay a higher membership fee of $150 a year if they cannot provide a service to the gallery. Otherwise, they pay a nominal $35 annual fee to be a member. 
Um, but they provide a service back to the gallery. So that's anything from um, serving on the board to being a docent, a volunteer, um, who kind of greets people when they come in and maybe runs transactions. Um, they teach oh, classes. Maybe they, they dust the displays. They <laughs> do. Sure. They clean <laughs> and make sure that we have a nice, uh, welcoming, clean environment for our visitors. So there's n- numerous ways um, that people who want to display their artwork can help um, be part of you know the organizational uh, structure because that's really important it helps keep our our membership engaged but then everybody has a little ownership you know we can't do it without them so but yeah if you are not an artist not interested in being an artist that's okay too so we um have some patron opportunities um that's just you know how we were talking a little bit earlier about the importance of art in our community you know that those patron supporters go um that support yes helps us um you know from an operational standpoint but also makes it possible for us to be able to do this festival also makes it possible for for us to be able to do some other arts um partnerships and programs throughout the year so those are yeah i please um email me or go on our website learn a little bit more about membership and ways that you can support um the the heartland artists organization fantastic Mm -hmm. And oh, can I give one more plug? Sure. I'm sorry, I just remembered. See, we have so much that I forget all the time. Um, uh, I try to compartmentalize things to remember, but it's so it's so hard. Diane Overmeyer is our featured artist for the month of July. Um, she's a wonderfully talented, just beautiful oil painter. Um, her works are up um, through the festival, so she'll she'll have her work there too. Um, if you uh, pop in to the gallery um, on the 30th, but uh, her works are available to be viewed. Uh, today, or you can even go on our website and and view her works. Although, website versus in person, let's be honest. <laughs> um, the uh, definitely museum quality work. Like she, she's she's incredible. We're really happy to have her. And then of course the rest of the gallery um, is full of our member artwork. Um, and you can see some of even the, the, the pro- like one of the montages that we created. That's in the back of the room. Um, and our work changes out by monthly. So. Um, it's always something mm-hmm. new, something different. Um, gifts, greeting cards, those things are available at the gallery as well. Did we Just, Like we said, you can start your <laughs> Christmas shopping. Always, yes. At the uh, at Arts mm-hmm. in the Street event this yeah. year. Yeah, got any birthdays coming up, yes. you know, anything it's like that. Unique. Keep us, yeah. yeah, definitely keep us in mind. And like we talked a little bit uh, about earlier, commissions. You want to do something really special for someone? Give us a call. We probably have an artist who can create something for you or for um, someone that you really want to give a uniquely special gift to. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, Anna. We look forward to having you back on uh, at the end of the month uh, with some more information. <laughs> yes, some exactly. new yes information I'm sure. I'm sure there will be. No doubt. Good deal. <laughs> Thank you you so much for spending time with us Uh, this morning. Thanks for your support. Really appreciate it. Break time. We'll be back. Maybe you've seen a kangaroo before, but have you ever seen one like this? (gasps) At the Indianapolis Zoo's newest exhibit, you can meet kangaroos up close. Nothing separates you from these magnificent marsupials. Opening this summer, Kangaroo Crossing at the Indianapolis Zoo. Presented by Citizens Energy Group. Buy tickets online and save up to 50% at IndyZoo.com. 
Hop to it. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Kind of getting into uh, my vacation is coming up really quick. <laughs> You're getting into a vacation? Yeah. Um, listen to a little Black Keys here, so getting in a concert mood already. I, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, uh, on the plane, are are you wearing shorts or are you going to wear pants? Do you have a... Well, okay, you, I've made it very clear in my column in the pilot and in other places that it's entirely too difficult to wear pants. So I will not be wearing pants. There will I be promise no pants that. involved now, in this. whether I will wear shorts or not is still kind of up in the air, but I guarantee you there will be no pants on me when I get on that <laughs> plane. I will not have pants on. Promise you. Okay. Um, I'm one of those folks that travels light, too. With backpack yeah. type situation. I'm, I'm definitely just a carry-on backpack. That's all I will have with me. Oh, my um, goodness. But I got disciplined on that. First of all, when I went to college, I had my first car was a 73 Chevy Impala that was big enough that you could fit six guys in a keg in the back seat on a Friday night. That was how big this car was. The trunk was gigantic. I would get everything. Was that where some of the guys went, or is that where the keg went? Uh, anyway, uh, you could fit, I, I could fit everything I owned. In, in, in all my clothes went in one duffel bag, and that was all I owned. That was all I had. And then my stereo would take up more room than anything else 
I could carry everything I needed for a whole year of college in about one quarter of my trunk. I still had plenty of room in the trunk when I, so I learned to live light. Never really had anything, so I never really. So uh, uh, then you go on tour with a theater company sometime. You laugh at the girls <laughs> because they're they're bringing luggage. They've got all the makeup stuff. They've got you know they're 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 loaded with bags, not realizing that on a month long tour you're carrying those bags everywhere. You're carrying you them. You go. Yes. Nobody else is carrying <laughs> your bags for you. You are carrying them, and so you learn. You know, they got washing machines everywhere we're stopping. I'm taking two days worth of outfits, and I'm that's it. That's all I'm doing. So, yeah. I'll just rotate them. I am, uh, I'm taking about three days worth of clothes, and that's that. At and, least that's what your plan is. Well. Your wife might change your mind. And one of those ensembles is a bathing suit that will probably be the only thing I wear when I get down there. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that so we'll see what happens but yeah i'm taking one bag and that's that um i still haven't decided i'm stick. i'm still fighting that old i'm leaving my computer at home <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just i'm because if i take it you know what's going to happen i'll have it open i'm going to be right so i'm yeah exactly you know, for one week i'm I'm going to put a snorkel in my mouth and spend it under water. Instead of a microphone yeah. in his face, Instead of a, yeah. it's a snorkel in his mouth. It's a similar kind of arrangement, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Very good. Uh, Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Uh, good morning, uh, Captain Rusty. This is Rod Hess. Hi, Rod. Road bridge. Hey. So, I want to clear up uh, some things here about this uh what I read, I've been out of town for a couple of days, and I read in the news flash that uh, nobody's responded from the 11th Road Project. Well, I'm here to tell you and your fine citizens that are listening to you that I reject, rejected their offer and sent it to them on June 20th. <laughs> and the simple reason being I had all the... Long story short, I know it's about time for you to go off there, but I had all the people uh, from USI. There was three of them out here, staked out my property. Two of the commissioners had showed up, and the commissioners or uh, the highway superintendent showed up. I don't know who to believe anymore. This is getting to be a bunch of bull. You know, the commissioners say one thing, USI says one thing. Uh, the superintendent says another thing. So I'm here to tell you that I rejected that offer, and I had to take all the paperwork up yesterday to Clevenger, which is the county attorney, I yep. guess. So uh, I'm here to say that uh, I rejected that offer, and I'm totally disappointed in our county government, superintendent, and USI. Uh, USI people, they stood right out here and told me, the road wouldn't be any long, any wider. The guardrail would be 16 feet instead of wrapping around in my damn driveway. So it is what it is, and uh, we'll wait and see how this plays out. And all I want is the county to act professional and handle this respectably. Thank you. Thank you. That That is interesting because um, at the meeting... Uh, Katie McLear said that uh, 
Um, they, you guys were all sent appraisal letters that said this is what your property has been appraised at for the road uh, or the improvements to the bridge, which includes widening the road and, and changing the guardrail situation. But uh, she, the indication was that they had not gotten any acceptance or denials um, back. So that's interesting. Well, it's really interesting to me that none of the landowners out here, according there, have uh, haven't responded to them. That tells me something. I don't know about you folks. They they you had know, mentioned that they've had some discussions with property owners, but that they had they were waiting for that that letter in the mail that said yes, we're accepting or no, we're rejecting the offer. Um, I think that's well, I, what they I, were coming to. Yeah. Well, I'm holding this right in my hand, and it was sent to them June 20th. Wow. And then I get some letter yesterday from that Monica Neff or whatever her name is, the buyer, and she was out here at this meeting. You can ask Kevin Overmeyer. You can ask uh, the other commissioner was there, uh, Cross and Jason Peters. And we went all over this, and what really ticking me off, the first time I had them out here, they said they changed the guardrail. Well, I get the blueprints. Look, the blueprints are still showing the guardrail on my driveway. Oh, you people, they better get alive. That's all I got to say. Cause the commissioners, USI, how credible is USI? That's what I'm wondering. I actually drove by your house the other night um, and stopped to try and I figured I would see a whole bunch of stakes and flags in the yard to know where their plan was. And I I saw two stakes on your driveway uh, very yeah. close to the front of your home and yeah. thought that can't be where they're going. That's just too close. Yeah, I mean, you can reach your arm out their construction right away and touch the corner of my house. Now, this, is, this isn't this is right. I know it's costing the county of money. It's an 80-20 split. Now it's 100%. I don't really care how much it costs. You know, they say public safety. Well, what about our safety at being in the house? You know, somebody plowing into the house. So I'm... Uh, you know, I've been a taxpayer, Marshall County resident. I've been a taxpayer all my life of this county, and I'm getting, uh, I'm getting fed up with this go around. Well, and the and the sad part is, is on the south side of the bridge on both ends is basically property that's not being no. used well. That it's not exactly. going to impact anybody's home. So why couldn't you go further on the south side and leave the north side as it sits? To well, that's what I asked them, and, and then they said, uh, no, it's a federally funded project, and you got to go by federal guidelines. And I said, so what? Isn't there uh, uh, variances that you can get for this? And they said, oh, yeah, but that'd take too long. All they're trying to do is to push this down our throat so they can – get all this paid for if the county they haven't maintained it i've lived out here 40 years they haven't put a a shovel worth of dirt underneath this bridge to help maintain it now that's what gets me you know is it really that bad well yeah yes i said it is well how credible are they 
Yeah. And I, I, there was another big thing was about my pine trees out here by the road. And the Faith Morrison with USI said, well, I'll talk to with the construction uh, company to see if they need to cut them down or we can just trim them up. I said, that's fine. And uh, then I get this letter back uh, from that Monica. There's no, the trees will be cut. The county owns the trees, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm just really had it, Kathy. Uh, I, I don't know where to go from here, but I got all the paperwork to Clevenger. And I hope, like I say, they professionally handle this and respect the boys. Very good. Oh, well, thank you um, for the call, and hopefully okay. there'll be more information coming forth on on what I I do believe this pro this Eleventh Road Bridge is going to be pushed back, um, at at least now for the next into the next year's uh, billing or bidding process. But we'll see where yeah. it goes. Okay, and if anybody. Uh wants to see like it won't change your property have them drive out by king road and take a look at that project yeah there is a bridge project going down. on there too right now that's for sure yeah they just cut the trees down and shove them off the side really that's not gonna be happening all right well thank you thanks rod thanks for the call bye-bye mm, bye before I let you do your 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 last bit of work for the day, okay. um, I do want to remind everybody, today at noon, the Marshall County Museum is having their brown bag lunch event. John Houghton is going to be there, and he is going to be talking about Culver's Mystery Woman, The Tangled Inheritance of Emma Lord. So if you're looking for something to do, there's your opportunity to have a great lunch and learn something fun at the same time down at the museum today grab something to eat from one of the downtown restaurants or bring it from home whatever and and come on down at noon to the museum and enjoy the brown bag lunch event for july okay are you good i'm done you're done i i, I guess i'm i actually have one more thing i need to mention real quick then mention it Ke kevin also besides being the cheerleader for the hospital this morning um he did make a call. Uh, there's been some complaints on US 30, uh, and he found out, just found out last night, that from King Road to State Road 331 at Bourbon, so from basically the County Highway garage all the way over to the overpass at, at Bourbon, that all of the south side county roads are closed off. That is because they are doing a milling project. Uh, I, on the eastbound lanes and they don't want to have they can't have traffic crossing over that while they're doing this so it's a two-week closure from king road to state road 331 and then at the end of the two weeks it'll be flipped and it'll be all the roads on the north side you will not be able to get on or get off on those roads along us 30 so if you live in that direction it, you you will figure out how to get around um part of the problem is you know truck drivers and i guess they've had some semis that have you know turned to go down this road and there had been no and now they're putting barricades at lincoln way or on lincoln highway so 
so that semi knows that he can't turn and go up, you know, Hawthorne Road because when he gets up there, it, he's not going to be able to get across and there's no place for him to turn around or anything. So they're having to back down roads and it's been a real mess. So those I'm of you who sure. drive on 30 probably have already recognized that. But um, your best bet is to just get on Lincoln Highway if you're heading to the east or if you're coming back from Warsaw and, and you think you want to, you know, just get on Lincoln Highway and then come into town that way instead. Find a happy place. Yes. Find a happy place. There you Find go. Find a happy place. Okay, now I can be done for the All day. All right. Well, you're not quite done for the day. You have a job oh, to I do have right now. We have, a, we have a birthday prize to award. Oh, that's right. Uh, and I've got all the certificates here. Here's one for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Woo-hoo! Right there it is. You'd like Here, to have that, too. I, I know. wouldn't mind that. Here's I wouldn't mind this one with some uh, espresso, coffee lodge. <laughs> right there. Is that's, and now, Cashin Creek. Oh, you can make somebody very happy. Bouquet of flowers, all three, as you heard the, heard the coupons go past the microphone. I'm going to shake these up. Kathy's going to pull our winner, and they will have all of those prizes at their disposal. (laughs) Brent Martin. Brent. You win the you win the prize, You're Brent. The birthday boy this week, Brent. Happy birthday! It's uh, on June 26th, so Brent, happy birthday to you and happy. You're you're gonna need you're gonna need help with those cupcakes, dude. Just telling you, you're gonna need help with the cupcakes. So uh, what are you what are you? You're 26. Yeah. I'm sure it was because I, 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 I dumped that it. Got dumped out. Here, give me that hat. I'm going to dump it. For There's a couple of Sundays in there that I did not get in the week before. Remember, we had the okay. Rocky auction. Oh, that's right. So we yeah, had a, right. some from the weekend. Okay. So that is our birthday prize, Brent. Congratulations. Like I said, need help with the cupcakes? I can uh, I can help you with one of those probably. I'd be willing um, to help him out too. Yeah, so there you got two of them taken care of. So you're already halfway to the the full four. Uh, happy anniversary to Glenn and Linda Starr. This is belated as well from July the third. That was Sunday. So uh, congratulations, you're in the hat with a chance at fifty bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. So uh, that's. That's a good thing. They'll hang around in the hat till the end of the month. Yes, they will. Trading post time. Uh, treadmill is for sale at uh, 75 bucks. If you want a treadmill, need another place to hang your clothes, uh, 574-281-2176. It's 574-281-2176. A yard sale going on right now. Yard sale! Uh, it's at 1151 Lincoln Way East. It's going on till Sunday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They got pretty much anything you could imagine. Mowers, toys, bikes, clothing. 90% of it's new. With tags. Woohoo! It's a bargain. It is an amazing bargain. So uh, get out there and see all the stuff. Let me give you that address again as I throw the... Folder back where it goes. 1151 Lincoln Way East. That's 1151 
Lincoln Way East. That is the Trading Post, and that is our show, I think. For this week. That is. We will be back on tomorrow morning, though, at 10. Right, best of. With the best of. Uh, what are we having on the best of? Uh, we'll have our discussion with Stan Klotz from earlier in the week, and I imagine we will have the discussion we had earlier today with, with Anna okay. about the art in the street. So you can miss anything. You can rehear it tomorrow morning. Very good. All right. That's it. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you. In, in a good week. <laughs> talk to you in a while. Won't be here next week, so have some fun. <laughs> talk to you later. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't work, but it did this time. And that's all, folks. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA, Plymouth.